Know the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. President Rodrigo Roa Duterte said that major provinces such as Cebu, Cagayan, and Zamboanga will start to receive bigger COVID-19 vaccine allotments because of the spike in positive cases there. In an interview with Kingdom of Jesus Christ founder Pastor Apollo Kibuloy Tuesday, June 8, on SMNI, Duterte said that major provinces are also suffering from outbreaks since the discovery of new strains and variants of the SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19. And that is why the next batch of vaccines will be allocated to Cebu, Cagayan, and Zamboanga. But the government is still paying attention to the National Capital Region Plus because it is the epicenter of the virus outbreak. Duterte said that the government is paying for the vaccines right now with the loans granted by the World Bank and the Development Bank of Asia. He assured the pastor that they do not touch the money that is already intended for a specific purpose. The president explained that the lenders pay the vaccine manufacturers directly, denying the allegations by the opposition that the money is going somewhere else. He stressed that there's a problem in the vaccine supply previously, but it is better now because the United States will sell its residual stock. The country's vaccine czar, Carlito Galvez Jr., who is also the chief implementer of the National Task Force against COVID-19, said that 11 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines are set to arrive this month, while 10 million will arrive in June. These are part of the government's COVID-19 vaccine procurement program, as well as the tripartite agreement entered into by private organizations. President Duterte warned drug dealers and peddlers that he has no problem going down to hell to meet them, telling them that he can do evil things too. In an interview, Pastor Kibuloy on SMNI News, the president said he will sell his soul to the devil to go against drug dealers. The chief executive, however, tried to redeem himself, telling Kibuloy that he would never authorize the killing of young people. The president said or told Kibuloy that he doesn't believe he can fight evil with good. He emphasized that he will continue doing his work to fight the country's drug problems, saying that he cannot be boastful about his work because the opposition will reverse it. Kayong nasa nakikinig ngayon na nasa negosyo ng drugs. You're doing an evil thing and you think that you can conquer good. So pag yan ang nasa paradigm ng isip ninyo, mindset ninyo, sabihin ko ito sa inyo, you are doing evil and if possible, if forced to 
sometimes I also do evil. So evil to evil tayo. And do not ever ever think that you are the only one who can do evil things. Kasi ako, marunong rin akong bumaba sa imperno to really meet you where you want it to be. Senator and boxing champ Manny Pacquiao needs to study first before he criticizes foreign policies and inactions in the government according to President Duterte. The chief executive said Pacquiao has a very shallow knowledge when it comes to issues of national concern. The senator recently aired his grievances over seeming inactions in the government when it comes to pressing issues such as the power interruptions in Luzon. And last month, he also said he finds Duterte's recent stance on Chinese incursions lacking. Pacquiao is the president of the Partido Democratico Filipino, Lakas ng Bayan, or PDP Laban, which is also Duterte's party, said during his privileged speech in the Senate that he is fed up with congressional hearings that do not result in specific actions. The senator is vocal about wanting to run as president next year, but he is up against another faction in his very own party. Energy Secretary Alfonso Cusi is on the other side, persuading Davao City Mayor Sara Duterte Carpio to be the party's standard bearer for the 2022 polls. Meanwhile, Duterte also defended his foreign policy, which he described as neutral. The Philippines has always held friendly relations with the United States, but the Duterte administration put in limbo this relationship when the chief executive earlier warned of the non-renewal of the visiting forces agreement. He is also a lot friendlier to China, even saying at some point that he loves Chinese President Xi Jinping and that the Philippines needs China more than anybody else, even with the maritime issues in the West Philippine Sea. So even Senator Pacquiao said, punong puno na ako. Hindi ko pa ba't siya ang partido na ito. Kasi Pacquiao na hinakit niya sa bago niyang naglabas ng public statement. Well, it's, a, it's about foreign policy. Uh, I would not want to degrade him, but uh, uh, next time he should well, it looks like the proposed Duterte-Duterte tandem in next year's elections may not push through. President Duterte is still opposed to the prospect of his daughter, Davao Mayor Sara Duterte Carpio, joining the presidential race next year. The president talked to his daughter Monday and discouraged her anew from seeking the presidency, insisting it was a thankless job. Before frowning on a potential presidential bid of his daughter, Duterte bared that he prefers to retire next year amid calls for him to run for vice president in the 2022 national elections. 
in trying to dissuade Mayor Sara Duterte insisted that he would only feel sorry for his daughter since the presidency involves heavy workload but with low salary, constant criticisms and insults from detractors also come with the territory. Duterte, Duterte also said he would resist calls to run for vice president next year, insisting that he wants to return home to Davao and retire. He explained that he wanted to avoid speculations that he wanted to perpetuate himself in power. Si Inday, kinausap po talaga kagabi. Do not run. Do not ever, ever commit of, uh, commit the mistake of running for presidency. Well, I, I do not mean to insult the Filipino people. Presidente, wala ka talagang magkuha. Wala, wala, wala para sa iyo. Except for one thing. Yung sense of fulfillment mo sa kapwa-tao mo. Yun. In Metro News, Malapitan says Caloocan may run out of COVID-19 vaccine supply. Pasay City Government accepts walk-ins under the A4 category. And San Juan LGU reminds A4 vaccinees to wait for confirmatory text before proceeding to the vaccination site. More from these reports. Caloacan City may soon run out of COVID-19 supply given the current pace of its vaccination program for those belonging to A4 category or the economic frontliners. Mayor Oka Malapitan said Tuesday the local government may be able to administer all its available COVID-19 vaccine in the next two or three days. This came as they received a good turnout when the city opened the vaccination program for those economic frontliners. Malapitan said the local government may only continue its program if they can receive more supply from the national government. Aside from Navotas, the Pasay City government will also accept walk-ins under the A4 category, provided they have complete documents to be submitted to the vaccination site. Mayor Emi Calixtorobiano said employees from private companies who pre-listed the city's Vac to the Future vaccination program will be given an appointment date for their vaccination. She said the city government is continuing to conduct the vaccination of its city's residents under the A1, A2, and A3, and they are offering mobile vaccination to bedridden senior citizens and adults with comorbidities. San Juan City Mayor Francis Zamora said on Tuesday that those included in the A4 priority group must wait for their confirmatory text before proceeding to their designated vaccination site in the city. Zamora posted in his Facebook account the confirmatory text coming from the city government for workers living in San Juan and for non-residents who are working in the city. The local government also launched an updated vaccine registration portal for the A4 priority group to streamline its data collection due to high number of people on the lists. Here are the top news in other parts of the country. PNP Aviation Group Officer Killed in Tarlac Ambush Dante leaves 8.3 million peso losses to Negros Occidental Agri-Sector And persons of interest identified in North Cotabato bus torching Let's check out the details a member of the Philippine National Police Aviation Group was shot dead by unidentified gunmen on Tuesday, June 8 in Kapas, Tarlac. 
The victim was identified as Police Staff Sergeant Michael Maun, who was driving his Toyota Altis along Cristo Rey in Capas when the gunman on board a black Altis overtook and shot at Maun's vehicle. Maun was rushed to a hospital but was declared dead on arrival due to multiple gunshot wounds. Police Regional Office 3 Regional Director Police Brigadier General Valeriano T. De Leon has ordered a thorough investigation on the crime that was captured by a nearby CCTV camera. Crop farmers and animal racers in Negros Occidental have suffered some 8.3 million pesos in production losses following the onslaught of Tropical Storm Dante last week. As of Tuesday, the Office of the Provincial Agriculturist reported almost 7.6 million pesos worth of losses among 540 farmers in 51 barangays of 9 localities. Affected were 502.25 hectares of rice and high-value crops farms flooded due to torrential rains brought by Dante. Meanwhile, the livestock and poultry sector recorded losses worth 583,468 pesos according to a report of the Provincial Veterinary Office. Authorities confirmed that they are pursuing several persons of interests that could shed light on the June 3, 2021 bus torching in Milang, North Cotabato that killed three and injured six others. Town Police Chief Major Realan Mamon said that they have ample evidence and testimonies from witnesses but refused to divulge further details pending follow-up operations. Samples of recovered burnt fragments from the bus were sent to the Bureau of Fire Protection National Headquarters Laboratory to determine the chemicals used. The incident along Barangay Bialong claimed the lives of bus passengers John Roy Ramil Jr., Hazel Malio Gallardo, and Arnold Patron. In world news, Vietnam begs public for vaccine fund donations after virus surge. Brazil braces for the third wave of COVID-19. And Israeli police inspect sinkhole in a Jerusalem parking lot. Details in these reports. Vietnam has started asking for public donations to buy vaccines as it struggles to contain a new coronavirus wave. Since last week, mobile phone users have received up to three text messages urging them to contribute to a COVID-19 vaccine fund, while civil servants have been encouraged to part with a day's pay. The communist government has said it aims to secure 150 million vaccine doses this year to cover 70% of its population at a cost of 1.1 billion US dollar. But only 630 million US dollars have been allocated to vaccine procurement in the budget. However, the campaign has been shunned by some who are concerned with how the money will be spent. Brazil is bracing for the threat of a third wave of COVID-19, fueled by vaccination delays and a lack of containment measures. A sprawling country has been slow to vaccinate its 212 million people and hasty in lifting state and local stay-at-home measures according to epidemiologists. Meanwhile, risk of various variants including the gamma strain that emerged in Brazil itself, plus the first case of the Delta strain that emerged in India, threatened to accelerate the disease spread. Some experts say a new surge in Brazil should not even called a third wave, given that the first and second never really subsided. Israeli police inspect Jerusalem Sha'are Sedeg's hospital parking lot after a sinkhole opened wide, swallowing at least one car. The large sinkhole is believed to have been formed as a result of nearby construction work for a new route at the entrance of Jerusalem. 
a tunnel under construction which also runs underneath the hospital and parking lot, appeared to have partially collapsed, according to local media reports. Seven fire trucks rushed to the scene. There were no injuries in the incident. In just over a week, a massive sinkhole opened in Puebla, Mexico, and three days since another cavern appeared in Jansi, China. The shocking phenomenon happened in Israel last Monday. In entertainment, BTS's single, Butter, has been the talk of the town ever since it was released last May. In fact, Twitter reported that Butter generated 300 million tweets in just one month. Let's watch this. K-pop superstars and Grammy nominees BTS's new single, Butter, has generated over 300 million related tweets for a month from April 24 to May 23, according to Twitter. BTS released Butter on May 21, and according to Twitter's official blog, 31 million tweets were generated in one day including 5 million tweets in just one hour from 12 noon to 1 p.m. Philippine time. As of May 21, according to Twitter, most tweets related to Butter came from South Korea, the United States, Indonesia, Brazil, Japan, the Philippines, Mexico, Thailand, India, and Peru. When Butter was released, Twitter provided a new emoji in the shape of melting butter for the hashtag smooth like butter for the song's lyrics and hashtag got army behind us dedicated to BTS fans. BTS's thank you tweet after winning all four nominations at the Billboard Music Awards also generated 280,000 retweets and over 760,000 likes. In sports, Filipino gymnastics champion Carlos Yulo adds another medal under his belt. Carlos Yulo displayed his readiness for next month's Tokyo Olympics after grabbing the bronze medal in parallel bars of the 2021 All Japan Apparatus Championships at the Takasaki Arena over the weekend. The 20-year-old world champion finished with 14.966 points behind two-time Olympian Yusuke Tanaka and Kaito Sugimoto who shared the gold with identical 15.400 scores. Performing with a degree of difficulty score of 6.400, Yulu tallied 8.566 for execution for the runner-up honors. Despite his feat, Yulu said he still strives to improve for future tournaments, particularly in Olympics where he will compete in the all-around and floor exercise. Yulu, who is the first Filipino world champion in the sport, has been training extensively in Japan for the past years under Japanese coach Munehiro Kogimiya. In today's Tech Talk, we continue the list of Pinoy-made mobile phone apps. And this time, Manila Bulletin's Tech News Editor, Art Samaniego, shares with us fun and interesting mobile games. Let's watch this. A mobile app is not just all serious and prim and proper. It can also entertain you. In the second part of Tech Talk's Independence Day special, we continue our list of Pinoy-made mobile applications, specifically mobile games. Hi, I'm Art Samaniego, and welcome to the second part of Tech Talk's Independence Day special. Street food has been part of the Pinoy culture for so long, so it just fits that we add into our list some food-centric games. The Street Food Tycoon is an addictive simple game that lets you sell street food such as hot dogs and french fries. Of course, you need to earn money to be able to upgrade and sell more street food such as fishbowl and quick and become a street food tycoon. 
Another street food inspired game is the Make Tusuk game. The goal of this game is to make tusuk as much food as you can in your barbecue stick. It even gives out Pinoy slang comments every time you make a mistake. The Make Tusuk game is one funny and entertaining game for all ages. Although originating from South Korea, Sam Gyupsal is very much popular with Pinoy's all around. Now, the idea of this game is to fit as many ingredients as you can in the grill so that it can be evenly cooked. The trick in this game is to make sure that all the ingredients have enough space away from each other. Talk about social distancing. The last game on our list is perfect as an anger outlet as it lets you punch and knock out bad people called Brawl Quest. But despite its somewhat violent nature, the game has a story. You can even collect characters by unlocking levels. It even features Alexandra Trece, the main character in the upcoming Netflix series called Trece. These mobile applications are just a few of Pinoy-made apps that are now available to users around the world. To every Filipino developers out there, we salute you. And that is Tech Talk for this week. Happy Independence Day to each and every Filipinos around the world. Join us again next week for more tech updates. I'm Art Samaniego and this is Tech Talk. Be fully informed. Well, those mobile games really look fun, interesting, and makes you crave for some sangmyuk and some fish balls to go with them. And those are the news on web today, June 9, 2021. For more news and details, get your copy of Manila Multi Newspaper tomorrow, or you can log on to www.mb.com.ph, or you may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link on this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.